the authority and influence that someone has being a podcaster is beyond anything that I could imagine. Welcome back to the Christian Podcaster. I'm so glad that you are here. Christian Pod, the Christian Podcaster, of course, is the show where uh, we introduce you to a new Christian Podcaster every episode, and where you just might find your new favorite binge listen. I know uh, the average is most most people uh, don't just listen to one episode; they listen to multiple. So I try to bring you the very best people that you're going to want to listen to more than one of their show. Um, we, this of course is brought to you by Christian podcasters association. Would love to have you join us. If you're a Christian podcaster, uh, you can find us on Facebook or just go to Christian association.com to get that free bronze membership. We would love to have you over there. Our guest today is, um, another one of my podcast friends, uh, who we've been having a great time with lately. He's the host of the Seagro create podcast and uh, he's he'll tell us all about this. He's trying to redefine success over there. Our guest is Tim Winders. Tim, how are you? Good to see you. I'm just hanging out trying to redefine success, man. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> uh, you do. You do. I know that's what you do. I'm, I'm sitting in an RV in the passenger seat with a tropical storm going over me. And so I'm just redefining success. All I'm oozing with that. You live it. You live it too. I love it. <laughs> That's the best way to be. I think that's fantastic. Um, so yeah, you, we should just say that. Like you are right now in Atlanta. You're about to. You're going to get pounded by a tropical storm. You're already started, which is kind of uh, kind of fun. But you live in the RV full time. Yes, yes. My wife and I we moved into an RV uh, the tail end of 2018. So we're pushing two years been nomads traveling since 2013. And, uh, and so this is where we live, we work, we do our thing and, and we do it in an RV and typically would be traveling, haven't traveled as much in 2020. This little event occurred that slowed us down <laughs> a little, Yeah, but uh, we're about to be, uh, you know, pulling up the, um, the levelers and hitting the road going to North mountain probably spending you know anywhere from two to three weeks up in the mountain for the fall leaf season here very soon as we're recording this right well that that's fantastic that's a good place to be i am sure um tell us a little bit about your podcast and kind of what you're doing over there yeah well seek go create was i kind of you know you've heard people talk about being the reluctant uh, you know, a reluctant pastor or a reluctant leader or something like that. I was a little bit of a reluctant podcaster. And one of the reasons just with my story, my background, I used to spend a lot of time speaking. I used to spend a lot of time up in front of people on stages. And it and it's kind of one of these things that it fueled my ego a little more than it should. Uh, a lot of people talk about, you know, they have addictions for various things. Well, I love getting up in front of people and talking and hearing the sound of my voice. I know a lot of podcasters say, oh, I hate the sound of my voice. I love hearing the sound of my voice. <laughs> and so, so, but, uh, but so Eric, so a little over a year and a half, two years ago, I was working with a client. They were in the real estate space. I've got a background in real estate. I was kind of helping them with a podcast. And I was just spending a lot of time 
trying to, I'm a podcast consumer, trying to help them out and really just couldn't quite get it the way I liked it. And someone just mentioned to me, in fact, a few people said, why don't you start your own podcast? And I was like, going, ah, I need to maybe not do that. And so anyway, so that's, that's kind of a little bit of the formation. Finally, I said, okay, let's do a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, that's good. Well, we'll talk all about that. What's, um, what's one of your passions besides podcasting? My passion besides podcasting, I've always kind of called myself a coach. And the way I say it is that I like to reach down inside people and inside people that might be within organizations, businesses, ministries, and just pull out the greatness that's already there. And sometimes that's real pretty. It looks real nice and everybody's <laughs> happy and holds hands, sings Kumbaya. And sometimes it's really ugly. Sometimes yeah. it's really tough. It has some difficult conversations involved. And I, I have a great deal of passion in doing that. And I think that spills over into a lot of what I do with podcasting also. Yeah, boy, I love that. You know, in the online world, it can feel like there's a lot of people who can do that. But in real life, there are, cause there's a lot of coaches, right? There's a lot of people who call themselves coaches, but in real life, that's an actual skill. And it's a, it's a gifting to be able to see what's there and to believe that somebody has something inside of them that maybe hasn't been discovered even by them yet. Right. That's, that's really, really powerful. Yeah. And one of the things that's, all right, there's two keys that I've noticed. I like to assume that we all have a greater potential. I think we're created that way. I think we're built that way. However, one of the things that can be a big challenge is if I assume that you have something greater inside you and I start attempting to pull that out without you giving me permission or asking for me to help and assist (laughs) in doing that. Right. That can be extremely, I've actually recently done that with family that, you know, I just realized, huh, you know what? If someone doesn't ask for help, I don't need to give it. And so that's something <laughs> maybe a lot of us can learn from that, right? <laughs> it's one of those things totally that if it's just part of who you are, it can happen and you can be like, oh, you know, and they can make others feel uncomfortable if, the, if that's not what they're trying to trying to do. I'm sure I've been there too. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> um well, well, very good. So, and you travel, you mentioned your RV, you travel in the, in the RV with, uh, with you, with your wife and you guys, you guys do that. What's, uh, what's been your favorite place to go to in the RV? In the RV, I think we enjoyed, uh, during the summer of 2019. So a little over a year ago now, at the time we're doing this, we spent the entire summer on the Oregon coast. Mm. And we literally bounced around from all the way up at the Washington line, all the way down to the California line. We stayed, you know, in some places for a week. We stayed in one place on the bay at Coos Bay for right at a month. We did the sand dunes there. We did whale watching. We saw seals. We, We did our work there. I, you know, that's really where the podcast was birthed while we were there. I recorded my early episodes about 20 feet from Coos Bay looking right out of my seat that I'm sitting in right now. So, so the Oregon coast is stunning. If there's anyone in anywhere of the world, but definitely in North America that you haven't at least visited the Oregon coast, 
that's a must that you need to put on your list. It was beautiful. It nourished our soul. That's really what my wife and I say. We go places. We're looking for areas that nourish our soul. And it really was very nourishing there. Wow. That is really beautiful. Um, it might look a little different right now because it's all on fire, but hopefully they, they yeah. It, 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 I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. And so we're thankful we're praying for the folks there, but we're also thankful that we were there last year because they had a very, it was a clear, crystal clear time that we were there. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, definitely praying for them. So you said last year, that's when you started your show, right? You're coming up on your one year anniversary. Yeah, we sure are in early October, I think right around October 1st. October is a big month for us and our family. It's anniversary for my wife and I. It's birthdays for our two children. And uh, October 1st is when we launched the podcast. We put about five or six episodes up, bam, 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 that we released in season one. That was a little bit of telling our story and our background. Uh, some things that I would have rather not shared. I felt like the Lord instructed me to about uh, some things. And then we kind of moved to some other topics. And now we're in a rhythm of doing interviews, which is probably the thing that I really, really wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, what was the biggest obstacle for you to podcasting? The biggest obstacle to podcasting? Well, you know, I will, I will say this. I know in the podcasting world, there are a lot of our brothers and sisters that get really hung up on the technical piece of it. And even though I'm an engineer, I kind of have a background in tech and all that, I really was looking to get it good enough and then just start creating content. So I had just a small hurdle of getting the equipment, you know, in mm -hmm. an RV. I'm currently in the passenger seat with a desk that's, you know, about 18 inches wide. And, <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people I see, you know, we're on video now, so I can see you've got a boom arm and all that. Well, I don't have any of that, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and my wife and I are in tight quarters. So we had to coordinate internet and things like that. So, so probably the biggest challenge, it wasn't that big. I'm kind of a minimalist by nature was I was just looking for the minimum amount of equipment that I could do just to get a recording that would be, that would not repel people. You know, that's really what my goal was. And that, that sounds like a pretty low bar. Yeah. But maybe people will understand that. I don't know. Does that make any sense? Totally. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So that's probably comes from some of your business background though, right? Like that idea of minimum viable product. I tell people that all the time. You just need the minimum viable podcast, right? Like start where Absolutely. you are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, there was a mantra that I heard for years and I was in a coaching program with a guy by the name of Dan Kennedy, who's a great marketing mind. If anyone hasn't read any of his books, he's got a series of books called the no BS. And it's just what, just what that says marketing. And I spent time in his masterminds and literally there was this mantra that everyone, it was a real take action group was good enough is good enough. And, you know, I actually, sometimes even when we're in the, you know, the, the association, I see people just really going down this rabbit hole of, I got this mic and I just got this mic and I just got this mic. And I'm just like going, you know, there are people that are doing podcasts that are pretty big that are putting it on an iPhone. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying you have to live that way, but, uh, you know, so, so I think good enough is good enough. 
and we put it out there and you've heard me say this over and over. We are creating content and we are hopeful that it's a blessing to people, that it ministers to people, that it educates and, and encourages people. And what we need to do is we need to get to the place where we can really put out the content and not be concerned about a lot of the technical aspect of it. We just kind of get that done and get that piece done and we move on to the content piece. Yeah. Well, I think so many people, and I was guilty of this too, because I didn't think I could do it without the right equipment. Right. Um, and so, but I start, but I did start with what I had. I had a microphone that I'd had when I was into music. I, my dad got me one of those scarlet things, uh, for like my birthday or something. And then that was, we were able to, I was able to at least get it into the computer and that was kind of the key. Right. And, um, my old laptop would drop things and it was so frustrating sometimes. <laughs> like, ah, uh, so eventually I wanted to upgrade, but it definitely, um, you can do it with, with just a hundred dollar mic or less, right? There's you. And if you can use zoom, you can do it. Why is content the thing that's more important than even audio quality? Well, content is the thing because that is really the business that we're in. We're not in the business of creating a RSS feed that people can download on all these different platforms. That is a tool that allows us to get out to as many people as possible because what we really are doing is we're taking the message that each one of us has been blessed with. And, you know, it's interesting. You and I, we could have, let's just use, since we're Christian podcasters, let's just say a scripture. We both could have a scripture. I was spending some time this morning in Romans 10, which is a powerful, powerful chapter. And you and I could both take that scripture we could both read that chapter and we could then both give some perspective and it would be probably not incredibly different because you and I have some, you know, common belief systems. Right. But, but our voice tone, the way we say it, our accents and some interpretation, one person would say Eric was the most awesome guy saying that and his podcast was awesome and I loved it. And then someone would say that Tim guy, he missed the boat, man. He, he didn't even know what he's talking about because different people have different audiences that they're to minister and message to. And so I think we all need to be mindful of that. And I try to keep reminding myself of that. There are some people they're going to enjoy hearing what I say. So I just need to create it. And some people are not. Wow. That's so true. Um, such a great example to pick too, because that passage right through there of Romans 9, 10, 11 is definitely one of those that people disagree about and, and have argued about for centuries. So good, good choice. Um, as a, as a theology nerd, you, you know, with a theological education, have to point that out. I love that. So who is your podcast for? Our podcast is, uh, is for really, I'll say, I'm going to give you the avatar but I also think there's a wide net behind it. It's for a guy named Joe. Joe's 49 years old. Joe is married. He's been married to probably his wife for a little over 20 years. They have two children. Joe runs a business. Joe also is a follower of Christ, and he's been involved with his church for probably a number of years, but in many ways, he considers himself a lesser Christian because he's in the business world and not in multi-ministry. 
And in many ways, the full-time ministers in and around his church reinforce that. So what he really is looking for is how to have a bigger impact in the world, bigger impact in life, bigger impact with his children, with his wife, with all those around him. And he's asking himself questions right now about what his legacy is going to be. What is he going to be doing for the next 10, 15, 20 years? And how all of those pieces fit together with his faith and who he really is. And so Joe is a guy that is right now going through the process of redefining what he is, has always said success is. And so almost every interview we do, almost every topic we have really pours into that thought process that Joe has. So that's the primary focus. Now I'll tell you, a lot of people other than Joe can get stuff from it. Yeah. But in my eyes, that's who I'm talking to. Does that help? That helps a lot. Okay. Here's what I want to talk about though. Cause when I asked yeah. you, who is it for? You were like, Oh, is this guy named Joe? And you gave us a very, very specific uh, avatar, right? A, a person that you think it's for. How did you come up with that? Because I think most podcasters don't have that specific an avatar and they need to get specific. So how'd you do it? Well, I have to say that you helped me a great deal with it because That's you and good. I have had some conversations recently. Because when I first started, I actually spent a lot of time in prayer, spent a lot of time with the Lord saying, Lord, are you sure you want me to do this? Are you sure you want me to flip on the microphone? The only instruction that he gave me was to share. And, you know, that's not a real target audience yeah. to just share. Build a marketing plan around share. Hey, seat, go create. We share. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so what we did was we just started. And I will tell you, there was not a lot of clarity when we started. I do feel like the, the title was quite divine and how that came to me because I've actually had those three words, seek, go and create that the Lord spoke to me over 10 years ago at a very difficult time in our lives. And, uh, and so, so we really just started. And then recently I actually, you know, I've, I've, I've been masterminds and groups with you and you and I had, had, some, had a good coffee talk and, and conversations and and truthfully, Eric, you, you, you mentioned to me, you said, you know, what is it that you're really trying to do? I said, you know, it seems like everything we do, all the titles, all the interviews, we're all about redefining success and failure. And you said, well, why don't you make that your theme? And so really it came from you and I appreciate wow. it greatly. I did drop the failure part. And so I'm just saying now that we redefine success. I also think that in the times that we're in, that there are going to be a lot of people that are going to rethink or redefine how success has been defined in their lives. Is it, you know, is it monetary? Is it their title? Is it their role? Is it who they are? What is their identity? And so that's kind of where it all came about. And then after you asked me that, I went back to every episode and I tried to come up with a general theme. Mm. And what I found was redefine success was really woven throughout almost, if not all, episodes we had we're coming up on our 70th 70th episode and almost every one of them had a flavor of that wow that's powerful man that's really great but i love that so how how did you get but you took it to joe so like have you been always been kind of looking for joe or has that just come about in the last few weeks after you did that it did it came the last few weeks and, wow. and i'll tell you how it spilled over to one of the first questions you asked which is what i'm passionate about 
And that is that I'm passionate about working with people like Joe in my coaching business, in the way I work with executive teams and leaders. And, and I'll tell you, it actually kind of put together. I was just asking the Lord, Lord, who, who do you want me to really minister to? Who do you want me to really speak to? And the Lord reminded me of some new clients that have come to me in the last three to four months and basically put their faces, who they are in that avatar that we just mentioned. And so, uh, you know, I'm sitting here trying to look for some magical audience and the Lord says, what did I bring you while you've been doing this? And it's like, you know, you think you're smart at times, Eric, I'm sure you really (laughs) never have those situations. You think you're really, really smart. And then the Lord just says, you know, how do I need to reveal it to you? Do I need to like, (laughs) right. Well, sometimes we just have to look around at, at what's around us, right? Like that's, that's just it. So you're totally right. He's bringing these people to you. And then when you realize that you go, Oh yeah, it's all right there. Um, I love that. Well, I, I'm so glad that you did get clear on kind of the person that you're looking for. I think you're completely right, by the way. Um, there's an interesting season, you know, so I'm just, I turned 44 tomorrow. Um, but so, so I'm kind of in that like latter half of raising kids, but then I can imagine, you know, in a, in a few years, there's a season where you start to go, well, okay, I've done what I've done in my career. What, where am I going to go now? Like, what do I do? And so, uh, and that probably, I have a feeling redefining success probably sums that up. Well, it does. And I mean, here's the thing, you know, our story that we talk about quite a bit is at 50 years old, we became homeless, you know, 49, 50 years old. We were living in a big old house in a resort community and had companies that were pretty valuable in real estate prior to 2008. And, and so we kind of had to redefine a lot of that. You know, we were doing all the things that one should do and, and looked around and you would have looked at us, Eric, and said, Oh, look, they're, pretty successful. Well, part of what we've had to purge or go through or whatever you want to call it the last seven years is how do we really define success? Is it our goal to go back to what we were doing and had a lot of it's what we have, you know, seven, eight years ago? And the answer is no. I mean, we financially are in better shape now than we were then but we really like where we are right now. Yeah. You know, front seat of the RV named Theo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I mean, listen, you know, we're, you know, we're in a year where we've had a pandemic. We've got, you know, some unrest civilly. There's an election that's coming up. Whenever this is released, people may know it might be all good. It may not. And we're kind of excited that we're living on wheels that we can start this thing <laughs> up and right. go somewhere else if we need to. <laughs> I know we've redefined success, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. We can the ability to go wherever you want, man. I, I love that. Uh, do you have a favorite episode of your show? You know, I think my favorite episode I've got, right. Actually three pop to mind. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to be real political here and give three. <laughs> That's fine. The one that was very difficult for me was episode one. You can almost hear my voice quivering 
where I believe that the Lord asked me to begin with our testimony of how we, we, we were bankrupt, we became homeless. And literally, I start off the episode with, you know, the sheriff knocking on the door of our big house and saying, y'all have to get out. Ooh. I mean, literally, that's kind of what I talk about in season one. So as much as I hated doing that, that was very important for me to do that episode. And, and I've actually got some excellent feedback from some people that have been through things that maybe they knew me, maybe they didn't. They said, wow, what an episode. The second episode that I really like is kind of an origin story where I go over where the name of the podcast came from, Seek, Go, Create. And that was a time that the Lord revealed some words to me and gave me some instruction. So the name of the podcast is really an extension of those instructions that, that he gave me before I even could spell podcast or knew what a podcast was. And then probably my, my favorite favorite, because it's when I got to step into what I really wanted to do with podcasting is when I started doing interviews. Our first interview was with a, a, a longtime friend named Jim Cook who was one of the founding team of Netflix. And, and Jim's a great guy. It was a great interview, but it was the first interview. I think it released back in late January of, of 2020. And it was where I get to do what my, my really, my internal mission is. And that is just to talk to really cool people about cool stuff with the microphones going, you know, going and recording them. That's really what I love doing. I don't think that's a good tagline, but that's really what I think about when I podcast. Yeah. I love that. What have you learned from podcasting? Well, I think what I've learned is that this is bigger than I thought it was. And I like to think I'm a pretty big thinker. You know, Eric, I, th I think a lot of people mm. say everyone needs to write a book. If you're in some kind of business or want to be an influence or an authority, you need to have a book because it's a really nice business card to give to people. And I, and I think I'm actually, I've just finished up a novel and I kind of started thinking, yeah, maybe this will be a good way to get the, the word out for my book. Also, I am finding that the authority and influence that someone has being a podcaster is beyond anything that I could imagine. I have been out to dinner with people that a waiter comes around, really nice waiter, and starts talking to us. And, and, and I'm at dinner with some pretty, I don't want to say high-power people, but, you know, some people that are successful and well-to-do. And when, you know, we kind of go around the table, the waiter says, oh, what do y'all do? And I say, I'm a podcaster. All of a sudden, I'm like a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, but it's like, oh, you've got a podcast. And I'm going, you know, really, dude, you really ought to be talking to this guy to my left because – got a really successful business and he's got a lot going on and all and, and he goes no I mean you're a podcaster I need your podcast and so so I mean that's one thing and just the number of people I mean it is daily and I know you know this and I know the person listening that I get requests for pretty successful people that just want to be a guest on our downplaying a little bit our little old podcast that we've yeah. been doing for about a year yeah which is always fun right that is kind of astounding all the people that want to want to come on your show. And then like, for instance, I, I just so earlier to Wednesday's my recording day earlier. I got off, just got off the call with a guy named Jimmy Rowe. I was telling you, he's the, he's the, uh, he's the lead singer of guardian, which is a band I listened to as a high schooler. Right. And I, I just love, I was like, I would never have access to that guy if I didn't have a podcast. Right. But he loved it. And he was like, Hey, let's do this again sometime. Like, okay. I'll, I'll make that happen. Right. <laughs> 
but yeah, so it, it is fascinating. I think podcasting is uh, going to be, it, it's starting. We've Just this year, we've tipped over into 50% of people listen to, to podcasts or have listened to them in the United States, but it's starting to grow and we're really getting there. We're probably not even at critical mass yet. Right. I mean, you know, a lot of people say the 80% mark is really a critical mass where it starts really blossoming. I don't know. You know, measurements of a lot of what we're doing is we almost have too many metrics, <laughs> you know, and which makes it a little bit challenging. I'm looking at metrics being an engineer going, oh, my gosh, I mean, we got downloads, we got listens, we got partial lists, we got all this kind of stuff. Right. But, uh, I agree with you. I mean, it just opens up. The thing that shocks me or surprises me is how many doors being a podcaster opens up to us. Yes. Oh, man. That is so true. Totally agree with that. Okay. So um, well, what's next for you then? Well, we will be, I don't know when this will be released, but the month of October with the podcast, we are going to have a huge month-long celebration for our one-year anniversary. And with that, we're going to be beginning a YouTube channel where we've actually videoed all of our interviews and we're going to be putting 20 of our top interviews on the YouTube channel to start off with. We're uploading those right now as we speak. And then we expect to be creating some form of a community for for people that just want to be a little bit more in depth with what we're doing. But here's the big thing that we're going to be doing, Eric, and I encourage people to visit visit us regardless of when they listen to this we are bringing on some merchandise and some product and we're going to begin just to reward those people that are that are you know hanging out with us on the podcast and some of our social media channels we're going to begin doing giveaways on a very regular basis where we give away mugs t-shirts sweatshirts i'm actually going to give away some of our we call it redefined success coaching coaching calls where i'm going to do 45 minute sessions we're going to give those away and we're going to be giving those away with people that share and refer what we're doing yeah and we're just going to be giving away you know on a regular basis people that are participating in what we're doing so Anyway, so we're just going to be having fun, giving stuff away and, and uh, building more of a community. You know, sometimes this can be a one-way medium and we're just looking to communicate more and hear more from those people that are taking the time to listen to us. That's what we really would like to do. Yeah, that's fantastic. Building that community is critical for building the, your audience as well. So uh, you keep doing that because then what happens is people go, or like they wear the t-shirt, right? They wear the shirt out and somebody goes, Hey, what well, that, that looks interesting. And they look it up and then they're a fan too. And uh, it yeah. just builds, which is great. Uh, man, I love that. Okay. So Tim, you can be found. Your website is seekgocreate.com, right? Everybody can find you there. So no matter when you listen to this, go check that out and connect with Tim. Tim, is there anything you want to leave us with? Well, one thing I'll say about the um, about the the website there, if they go to the website, they should see a bar up top that says get bonus content and never miss an episode. Pop their email address in there and there's a good chance that they'll be in, be in the lineup to win some stuff and to stay connected. That's the best thing for people to do. So, so that's, that's one thing. But listen, I just want to encourage people. I mean, obviously they're listening to a podcast now. Podcasting is just such a great way for messages to get out. It's a great way for all of us to hear different perspectives. And I know you do it kind of like I do. I, I will jump around and I know we're listening to, you know, Christian podcasters, but 
I like to expand, you know, my wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And I listen to a lot of interesting and odd stuff. Yeah. And so if I would leave people with anything, definitely jump over and listen to Seat Go Create. I, we welcome you and we'd love to have you. But just use podcasting to make the world a small place so that we can kind of bring in a lot of different thoughts and ideas. This is a time that all of us need to be exposed to more things just so that we have more compassion, love, and understanding for people. Because I think we're going to even see that highlighted even more in the near future. So use podcasting to our advantage. 100%. Totally agree. I love that, friends. Um, you can go, again, seekgocreate.com. And uh, as always, if you are not in, if you're a podcaster or you want to be a podcaster, come visit us at Christian Podcasters Association. Dot com membership is free you can get a free bronze membership get some training and uh you know kind of some some tools to set up your podcast uh so that you can have guests if that's something you want to do go through my whole process so that you can uh do it and look professional make it easy on yourself uh check that out there or uh and then you can join us at the facebook group at christian podcasters association as well tim thanks so much for being here Thank you, Eric. I enjoyed it. It was a great time. I always enjoy talking to you.